Welcome to another episode of the Family Go and Grow podcast. As always, my name is Jill, and I'm so glad you're joining me for a Bible story today. We've been looking at the life and teachings of Jesus for the past month or so, and it has been so good. I love that we're not just looking at the cool things Jesus did, but also what he taught and what that means for our lives. We've talked a lot about how Jesus traveled all over the land of Galilee, and as he traveled, he told people the good news of God's heavenly kingdom. He healed people from earthly sickness and told them how the sickness in their hearts, sin, could also be healed. People like to see cool tricks, right? At our kids' school at the end of the year barbecue last year, we had a magician come. He set up a table and performed tricks, and the kids gathered around because it was so cool to watch. Well, the people gathered around Jesus like that. News spread that Jesus could perform miracles, which are way more amazing than magic tricks because they're real and true and only possible with the power of God. Well, crowds began to follow Jesus everywhere he went. So he went up on a mountainside and delivered what is now called the Sermon on the Mount. A sermon is a message about living God's way, and a mount is a short word for mountain. Jesus was talking about living God's way while sitting on the mountain. In the book of Matthew, chapter 5, we read about what Jesus said in his sermon. Matthew 5, 38 says, You have heard that it was said, an eye must be put out for an eye, a tooth must be knocked out for a tooth. But here is what I tell you. Do not fight against an evil person. Suppose someone slaps you on the right cheek. Turn your other cheek for them also. Hmm. So the Old Testament law said that if someone hurt you, you could hurt the person back in the same way. If someone caused you to lose an eye, you could ask that that same eye be taken from them. Yikes! Or if somehow they caused your tooth to get knocked out, you could have their same tooth knocked out. That sounds so gross, doesn't it? Well, this makes me think of the game Sorry and the song that's in the commercials that say, Sorry, you got me, I get you back. Jesus was saying that even if the law says you can get someone back, you don't get even with your enemies. If someone hurts you, you don't hurt them back. But this wasn't all Jesus had to say. Matthew 5, 43 to 44 tells us, You heard that it was said, Love your neighbor, hate your enemy. But here is what I tell you. Love your enemies. Pray for those who hurt you. Jesus went on to say, If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Even tax collectors do that. If you greet only your own people, what more are you doing for others? Even people who are ungodly do that. He isn't saying don't just love the people who love you or only be nice to the people who are already nice to you. Even terrible people do that. He's saying he wants us to love even the people who are mean to us. Have you ever had someone in your life who treated you badly, like really, really badly? What did they do to you? When they do that, it makes you mad, doesn't it? It makes you want to be mean back, right? But that's not what Jesus wants from us. Jesus said, when someone slaps your right cheek, turn your other cheek to them also. Is Jesus saying that we're supposed to let people hurt us? Hmm. No. He's saying don't get even. Our Bible verse this week says, But here is what I tell you. Love your enemies. Pray for those who hurt you. Matthew 5.44 Not only are we supposed to not get even, but we're supposed to love our enemies. And not in a frenemy kind of way where you act nice but inside hate them. We're supposed to love them like Jesus loves them and pray for them. Can you imagine what would happen if we loved our enemies and prayed for them and didn't just pray for their downfall, but instead we prayed that they would experience hope, joy, love, and Jesus in their lives? 
My son has some kids in his class who aren't directly mean to him, but their behavior can make school a lot less fun. I noticed it started to seem like they were enemies to him. So we've started praying for them every night at bedtime. And not just praying that they'll behave better, but we're praying that they would feel loved, that they'd experience peace when their minds feel like they're spinning out of control, that they'd have hope. We want the best for them, so we pray for the best. Not so my son has a better experience, but so they can have hearts that might turn toward Jesus. And when we do this, whether our enemies realize it or not, Jesus shines through us. And sometimes when people see that love shining through us, it makes them want to know Jesus too. And who knows, maybe someday, instead of being our enemy, they'll become our friend in Christ. Take a moment to talk to each other about why you think Jesus wants us to show love to our enemies. Can you think of any ways that Jesus showed love to his enemies? Thank you so much for joining me on the Family Go and Grow podcast. I love that we get to hear about Bible stories together. What's something that you are looking forward to this week? I'm going to be having a lot of family time this week, so I'm looking forward to making special memories with my kids. I hope you have a great week, and we'll be back next week with the Family Go and Grow podcast.